You know, we thank the Lord for His faithfulness. Finally, we are the, in the year 2023. And if you look back in the year 2022, we thank God for His faithfulness. Amen? Amen. The reason why we are here today, because God is good. God has helped us through. He has seen us through the year 2022. And it's not an easy year to some of us. But now we are in 2023. And let me ask this question. Who among you are excited for 2023? Sinong hindi excited? You know, some of us are excited. Some of us, sabi mo parang, mm, I was in a taxi yesterday, sabi ng taxi driver, oh no, 2023, it will be a bad year. GST go up, and so many re- reasons. GST goes up, China have that COVID. So all these things, we don't know. You know, as we face the new year, is para isang isang ilog. We're gonna cross another year, 365 days. I know I love to go back to the Philippines, especially in Quezon Province and Infanta, because there is a, a small ilog that I can just walk. When it's not rainy, you know, you can just pass through, maligo ka. But when it rains, mahirap. Yung agos malakas. And as we go through this new year, there will be moments that we will cross this year that is smooth, madali. But there will be moments na mataas ang tubig, malakas ang alon, the way will be strong. But you know what? We have that, we have that assurance because God promised to be with us. And these coming weeks, this, especially this January, our sermon series will be talking about this topic, Through the Waters. Because we're going to go to 2023. And if we want to go to 2023, we need to have the right perspective. We need to start right. And we need to know how can we go to 2023 with the Lord. You know, every year, especially starting of the first week, many of us feel that's a very unique opportunity to start afresh. Especially first week, excited lahat. Many of us are ready to make changes. Many of us want to change our life. Hence, we begin to plan and even have our New Year's resolution. You know, if you scroll in FB, in Instagram, in TikTok, you will see a lot of people, voices that would encourage, challenge, and invite us to make changes in our lives. Katula dito, ang dami. Marami akong tinitingnan yung pang-exercise. Marami, how can we change? You know, you will see this, especially now. How to plan for 2023. You know, these are powerful voices that always often speak to us. And sometimes those are good. Wala namang masama. But however, they may offer shallow satisfaction and have no lasting effect. Now, the question I have today as we start 2023 is this. How should we begin our new year? As God's people, how can we start right? As we begin this new year, what are the new areas? we gone to 2022. What are the areas in our life needed to be changed so that we can be victorious when we face 2023? How can we continue to have the perseverance? Despite of the uncertainties and challenges we might experience this new year. So the question, how can we begin right? So I've entitled this sermon, 
a new start. And we'll be reading in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 12, and be looking how God moved and gave an opportunity to this man to have a new start in his life. And I invite all of us to stand as we read Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 12. And we will look in how God moved into Moses' life. Let's read together. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, do not come near. Take off your sandal, off your sandals off your feet. For the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am God your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I, was surely seen, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard the cries because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings. And I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me. And I've also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I? I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I've sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God. On this mountain. Let's pray. Lord, our desire is to start right. Not the way the world defined, but defined by your word. We humbly ask, O oh Lord, for your Holy Spirit to work, to illuminate your word, make it simple, so that it will penetrate to our hearts, not just our minds. And as it penetrates to our heart, Lord, it will be applied in our lives. Lord, we desire for you to move mightily in our families, in, our, in each one of us in this church. So I pray that it will be a burning push moment this time as we encounter you, as we study your word. Salamat, Panginoon. We surrender these things to you. Speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, 40 years before this burning bush event, we all know the Israelites were forced to dwell in the land of Egypt because there were famine in the land. And when they entered the foreign land, when they entered Egypt, it says that there were just 70 people. But after many years, they become, become numerous. They become great in numbers in Exodus chapter 1, verse 5 to 7. 
they becomes so numerous and nangyari dito ay natakot ang mga Egyptian. Fear gripped the Egyptians. The Egyptians felt threatened and they were so afraid that they will join the armed the enemies. So anong ginawa ng mga Egyptians? We all know that. They were oppressed and they were being enslaved. And not only that, because of their fear, because they're multiplying, they're really growing in numbers, they were, they, the, the king commanded, the pharaoh commanded that all children, especially young baby boys, have to be killed. Ang remain lang ay mga babae. Amidst of this hardship, God's providence was with His people, especially to this young baby boy named Moses. He was protected. He was preserved. He grew up in the palace. Take note, he grew up in the palace and he was even considered as one of Pharaoh's daughter's son. This Hebrew boy. He was educated and influential. And very interestingly, in Acts chapter 7, ito ang description about Moses. And Moses was instructed in all wisdom of Egyptians. And he was mighty in what? In his words and deeds. So, ibig sabihin magaling siya, maayos siya magsalita. But later part, you see, when he was talking to God, when he was called to go, sabi niya, I cannot speak. Probably, kausap niya palagi ay mga tupa, kaya ang alam niya lang, meh, ma, meh. <laughs> but take note how he was described. He was mighty in words and in deeds. Despite being welcomed as part of the royal family, Moses viewed himself as an Israelite and express great burdens concerning his people. My burden siya, mamakita niyatin yan sa scripture. And how he expressed it when he saw that one of the Egyptians was oppressing the Israelite, he killed the Egyptians. Dahil malaki ang burden niya, ang, ang, pag nakita niya, inaapi ang mga Israelite, nagagalit siya. He stand also between two Israelite, he, meet, he tried to mediate. And I was pondering, bakit ginagawa ni Moses ito? You know, in later part, in Acts chapter 7, tingnan mo ang description niya. I believe he see himself as the liberator of his people. Sabi dito, in Acts chapter 7, verse 25, he supposed that his brothers would understand that what? God was giving them salvation by his hand. It's possible that Moses saw himself because of the influence and the power he had because he was sitting in the royal throne an action of Pharaoh, he can do something. So, ang taas niya. But when Pharaoh realized what he did, he ran away. He fled to Midian and hid for 40 years. When he left, Egypt was 40 when he encountered the burning bush, another 40, 80 years. So 80, hindi pa masyadong matanda nun. And so Moses was living in exile. And he gained a new identity and he expressed it. He expressed his new identity when he called his, he named, when he named his, his son. Ang tawag ng, sa anyang anak, sabi dito sa Exodus chapter 2.22, she gave birth to a son and called his name Geshrom. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. So he have a different name now. So for 40 years, Moses had been living in the wilderness. For 40 years, he have lost his identity. 
He looked at himself as foreigner, no longer as Israelites. For 40 years, he has lost his confidence. I said later, I showed earlier on that he was able to speak his eloquence, but later part, he can't speak. He said, I cannot speak. For that 40 years, he lost his purpose. Naging, naging shepherd lang siya. For that 40 years, he lost his burden for the people, for his people. He lost that fire. Remember, as even willing to kill an Egyptian, he was able to, he even want to stand between the Israelites and help them mediate the problem. He lost that fire for that 40 years. And for that 40 years, he settled down. He became contented, living in a comfort zone. Sabi mo, comfort zone. He was living in a comfort zone. Yet God still have plan for his life. For God still have something in Moses' life. God have a purpose. You know, brothers and sisters, some of us are like Moses. Some of us have been running away and living in the past. Do you agree? Some of us are like Moses. Moses ran because he was afraid. He was full of fear. Living in the past. Some of us are like Moses. We live in the past. We live in the past failure. We live in the past mistake. We live in the past disappointment. Past pain. Past hurts. And past struggles. Sinaktan ka ng sister mo four years ago. Nandun pa rin. Yung pa rin ang replay, ng replay, ng replay, ng replay. You're living in the past. Inutangan ka five years ago. Yung pa rin ang galit mo. You're living in the past. And some of us are like that. Moses living in the past. Imprisoned. Enslaved. But what happened in the past? Even we, some of us are living in the past success of past, past achievements, of past experiential heights that we have before. Alam mo dati, Ruel, 30 years ago, worship leader ako. 30 years ago, alam mo, Ruel, 15 years ago, ganito ginagawa ko, nag-evangelize ako. That's 15 years ago. Ngayon, ano pong ginagawa nyo? Nagbo-bowling. You know, we can live in the past. Moses lived in the past. And some of us are contented with status quo. Everything is fine. I have my family. I have my job. I have everything I need. I serve in the church. I give my tithes. I give my offering. I serve as a leader. What else do I need? Lord, don't move anything. Everything is intact. Wag mong gagalawin to. I'm okay na nga. Status quo lang, Lord. Wag ninyong gagalawin ang buhay ko. Some of us want to live in status quo. I, we were singing the song just now, the worship team. Ang kanta? Make room? Nice song. But what if God don't want your room? He wants the whole house. What if God don't want the whole house? He wants the key. What if God don't want the key? He wants the title. Room lang ang bibigay mo. Eh, pag yung tayo nila gusto niya. Some of us have stagnated in our spiritual walk. No longer have that same passion. 
and seal we have for the Lord. We are just going to the motion, coming to church, coming to church every week. But you know you don't have that seal, that love for him and for the loss. You know, like Moses, I believe some of us, many of us need a new start. And God is calling us to have a new start, to start right with the right posture, with the right heart, with the right pursuit. It is God's desire to reignite the love and the seal that we used to have. And I believe this brand new year is the best start time for us to come to the Lord and say, Lord, give us a new start. And the best way to start anew is this, is to come to Him. Is to come to Him. And the beautiful thing is this, He's inviting us. And He's calling us by name like Moses. Moses, Moses. And this leads us to the first point. As we start the new year, God calls us to Himself. God calls us to Himself. And we need to respond to His invitation. You know, I was pondering the text in the first few verses. I can't help it but compare yung nangyari sa text and nangyari sa mga movies. Yung mga movies, ang sabi nila, may nalawalang tupa. Nakanood ba kayo? Ang ganun? May nawalang tupa at naglalakad si Moses at nakita niya, suddenly he saw a burning bush. But when I'm looking at this text, there's no lost sheep. What was mentioned is three, two, a few things. One, his father-in-law is a priest of Midian. Now, we don't know exactly what kind of God he's worshiping. But I believe he's a godly and religious man and he has a great influence to Moses' life because you see how the, the interaction. It's possible. It's possible he know God. We don't know. But he has a great influence to Moses. Second, Moses was bringing the ship to where? To the, the other side, the end. To the Mount Horeb. And then when the, suddenly the angel appeared, to him in a flame. And suddenly God called him and said, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. You know what intrigued me is this. Pumunta ba si Moses? Did he go to the mountain intentionally because he's searching for something? Or he's just going there dahil gusto niyang dali ng mga tupa? Naisip niyo yun? Inisip ko, why did he go there? Was it going there because they said it's mountain of God? Or he was just going there dahil talang ginagawa niya lang ang trabaho niya? You know, I, I took time to study and I, I was a different scholar, Bible scholar in commentaries said different things. They interpreted it in different ways. Some said Moses was searching. That's why he went to the mountain of God. While another said Moses was just doing his work bringing the ship. But one thing I know, we will never know the motives of Moses now. But one thing we know is this, Moses met God, and when Moses met God, his life was radically changed. When Moses met God, his life has changed, his experience, you notice how he, he moved, how he has changed his life, his perspective. And this tells us one thing, God works in an unexpected way. Sometimes God works when you're doing nothing. Sometimes He will meet you. 
Sometimes when you're reading, you look at the scripture, how God met people. He met Jacob. He wrestled with Jacob. How did he meet Samuel? Samuel was sleeping. And Sabi, Samuel, Samuel. Remember that? Isaiah have encountered with God and he said, I have unclean lips. Even Nicodemus climbed a tree and Jesus noticed him. Among all the people, Jesus noticed him. Matthew was sitting in the tax collector booth when Jesus called him, follow me. How about Paul? Paul was walking to the, to the path of Damascus when he encountered Jesus. You know, one thing I've learned here, God initiates, God invites, and God is a personal God, and He's calling us to come to Him. And I believe the best start for 2023 is to realize of our need of God in our lives, that God is calling us to Himself. And the best start for 2023 is to have that expectancy and to have that faith, Lord, we need you for this brand new year. We need you. To have that right, right posture and right desire to start the new year with God. How are you starting your new year? Are you starting your new year dahil nagputukan kab gabi? Sa channel 5 lang naman. I believe the Lord works in some mysterious way. He works in the church. He works when you are at home. He works when you are doing your, your responsibilities. You know, I attended conference and seminars. Mga pastors, sometimes I would go there without expectation. Sabi ko, alam ko na yan, yung mayabang. But there are times when there are moments that I was being humbled by God. And he moved mightily in that. You know when I, I pondered on being going full-time ministry? Do you know when I started to ponder when I was about to go full-time ministry? It's not in the church when, while I was working in programming. That's where I began to ponder about full-time ministry. I was just praying, meditating God's Word. Nako computer. And then suddenly in your heart, Contento ka ba sa buhay mo, and I started to ask God. I started to pray. I started to pray on that seat while I was programming. I was started to pray, Lord, what do you want? I, I just feel I love my job yet, Lord, I know there's more. And I pray for this brand new year. Brand new year. We will experience the burning bush experience that God is calling us. Never reject. Take time to pause to seek the Lord. Because He is calling us by name. He's calling us by name. He knows you. He knows you. He knows your struggle. He's calling us by name. Be ready. And said, Lord, speak to me. Here I am. God calls us. Kaya sabi mo sa katami mo, God calls you. Secondly, God reveals Himself. God reveals Himself. He calls us. The reason why God invites Himself, uh, God invites us to Himself is that we may know Him and reveal His nature, His character. 
If you look at our text in verse 5, he says here, Then he said, Do not come near. Take off your sandals, your feet, for the place in which you are standing is a holy ground. In verse 6, he said, I am the God of your father. I am the God of Abraham. I am God of Isaac. I am God of Jacob. And this how Moses responded. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at. Two characteristics has been emphasized in this text. Firstly, his association with his people. How he associates with them. Here, God was identifying himself with his people. His connection with them. The relation that, we, that he has with his people. Not just in this generation, but throughout the generation. That God is a promise-keeping God. He was associating himself that when he said, I'm the God of your father. I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the one, your God, that you should worship. First, the association. Second, character that's being emphasized is here. His holiness. Sabi sa take off your sandal, for this place is a holy ground. In ancient time, there's two ways a place can be holy. One, when you consecrate the place. Second, with God's presence would come down. That's a holy place, especially in the Old Testament. Hence, the place is a holy ground because God's presence is there. But before anything would enter the holy ground, it must be the person or the thing must be cleansed and consecrated. Kaya sinabihan siya, take off your sandals. You know, taking off the sandals symbolizes in Asian time, it symbolizes consecration. It's an action to remove anything unholy, anything that's dirty. It's to cleanse, it symbolizes to cleanse from the world. Taking off the sandals, it means to set apart as you enter. It also comes when you remove the sandal, it means you are, you are giving reverence and respect because it's a holy ground. I believe he removed his sandal because look how he responded. He hid his face. Reverence. In my observation, Sometimes we have an imbalanced view of who God is. It manifests in our lives. Many times we focus on how He associated with us, or we associated with Him, that relationship, that closeness we have. That He's a good God. He's a God who's merciful and full of grace. That He's God who's full of love and He has that unfailing love. That God cares. And God is a promise-keeping God. We emphasize on that, but sometimes we neglect to forget that God is holy. We must never forget that God is holy, that God is righteous, that God is transcendent, that God is worthy, that, we should re- this, that He deserves our awe and reverence in our worship. We should never disrespect God. And take His mercy and grace for granted. We must always see, as we see Him as our loving Father, we must also see Him, the God who is pure and holy and righteous. We must not dishonor His holy name. 
We need a proper perspective of who God is. Kaya watch out your doctrine, what you study, what you feed. Because if you have a pure view, poor view of who God is, it will manifest in your life and the way you live your life of worship. Reverence. Sabi mo sa mo, reverence. May tanong ako, pag ang boss mo sinabi 9am ang meeting, ano oras ka darating? Sige. Pag 9am ang meeting, ano oras ka darating? 8.45? O 10, kasi ikaw ang boss din. If 9 o'clock ang meeting, what time would you come? 9.05. Eight thirty. Pag nine o'clock ang service, ano was ka darating? I I don't want to be legalistic here. I'm not saying that no. There are moments na talagang malilay tayo. Pag umulan, may issue na na woodhold ka kasi gusto ng amo mo magluto ka pa, maglaba at mag cook pa ng pancake. But I'm emphasizing here, reverence. Reverence. If meeting mo 9 o'clock with your boss or your employer, what time should you come? 9 or earlier, right? Eh, but pag pumupunta ka sa church late, Tapos sasabihin mo, I love you, Lord. <laughs> sa asawa nga eh, late ka lang ng 10 minutes, galit na galit siya. Reverence. Reverence. We have lost that reverence of God. You want to start a new year, then you have to say, Lord, I need that reverence in me to see, to restore that reverence that I may see who you are. You don't just come to church anyhow. Lead ka palagi. Tapos uupo ka pa sa likod. Tapos nakandito ka pa yung telephone mo, Facebook. Maglalagay ako ng camera dyan. You know why I'm dang- telling you this? Because I love you. I love this church. I love God. I don't know. God pour in my heart to love this church. Then I'll be straight to you. State, make, make it right. I'm accountable what God telling me. If I would just baby you, baby, baby, baby you, hindi ka tatanda. Hindi ka magmamacho pag pala kang binibaby. We are giving, all of us, how do you give reverence to God's word? Makakinig ka lang ba ng sermon kung yung favorite pastor mo ay nandito? God's word. Palakad-lakad ka dyan at di ka nakinig. God's word. Respect God's word. I'm telling you, church. I love you. I love God and I'm telling you the truth. If you want to start right, respect His word. This church does not belong to me. This church does not belong to the board and elder. This church belongs to God. And we are the bride of God. 
respect, reverence. When you serve worship team, do you take time to pray? O gagamitin mo lang yung talent nyo as? Do you take time to pray? To fast? We are standing here not to show off. Reverence. I'm telling you this church because I want to start the new year. I wanted to have a lighting, happy, happy mood. Na preaching. But deep in my heart, we said they have to start right. Reverence. The things that we watch, I have to slowly cut off. There are TV shows that I love, but pag sinabi, Jesus, 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 I have to cut it off. Binabastos ang Diyos ko eh. Tapos papakainin mo pa yung sarili mong soul na binabastos na nga ang Diyos mo. Double standard. Reverence to His Word. Reverence to who He is. And we need to go back to that basic. To who God is. You want to mature in faith. We want to grow in the knowledge of God. Reverence. I'm not being legalistic here. But I wanted it to come from the heart because we love Jesus. Because we understood what He had paid on the cross. And our response is worship. And worship is not just singing. But worship is a lifestyle. It will be seen how, how we speak and how we behave. It will be seen how we pay respect to His Word as we gather here at the church and worship Him, having that expectancy. God's revealed Himself, and I pray that God will restore that reverence. Thirdly, God share His heart. God share His heart. You look at, look at verse 7, it says here, Then the Lord said, I am surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmaster. In verse 8, I will come down to deliver them. In verse 9, And now behold, the cry of my people, Israel, has come to me. See, God not only revealed himself as, as holy, but he's also a God who's compassionate. God shares His heart. God shares His compassion for His people. God shared it to Moses. Kaya tinabi kay Moses is this in verse 10, Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you will bring my people, children of Israel, out of Egypt. You know, our encounter with God, our encounter with God will not only restore our reverence for Him, but also it will reshape the posture of our heart. It will realign, our life will realign to His purpose. We begin to love Him and also it will manifest the way we love others. I believe and I know if you look in the scripture, God is unchanging and His mandate for His people never change. We are called to go and make disciples. You know, as I prepare for 2023 and I was, we were preparing and planning for 2023, I'm convinced in my heart that we need to go back to the basic. The, we have, always have this slogan, the living word, loving God, loving. But how does it really translate in our life? Or is it just words that we say? 
I'm just praying. I said, Lord, what's that? What does it? What is it? Ano ba ito? Tagline lang ng Living Word Fellowship. Lord, may it be true in our life that we will love you and love people. I ask myself, how many times did I share the gospel to other people? Or I'm stuck in the church. How many times that I intentionally disciple my child or impart the truth to him? It's a rebuke to me. How many times that I'm willing to make sacrifices of my free time so that I will really bless people and serve in the church or serve others who are in need? Ask myself, do I seek to fulfill God's mandate in my life? Or I just want to satisfy what I want in my desire? Am I just looking for comfort for myself? You know, I pray that we begin to ask God that as we grow closer with Him, our heart will be transformed. That we begin to have His heart in our lives and see people. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will empower us so that we will take action. I pray that God will break our hearts this year so that we will reach out to those depressed who are in need, who those needed to be loved. Again, I said, Brother Bong showed even the richest nation are the most depressed nation in the world. There are people around us in our community, in our circle of friends who are in need. They might be smiling, they might be doing TikTok, but deep inside their heart, they're empty and they need Jesus. God shares His heart. You know, I thank the Lord for the Living Word Fellowship. We receive number of gifts. Especially sa anak ko. Puro laruan. Salamat po. But one time I was looking and I bought him a toy sa Shopee. Mura lang. Five dollars. And he played it. He was so happy. Then I was convicted in my heart. Am I raising a child who is pampered? Am I raising a child who have no idea that the world is broken? Kasi lahat. I was speaking to my wife. said, no, it was. We have to go mission and really reach out. Hindi natin pwedeng palakihin ang anak natin na nasa kanila lahat. They have to go and see the real world. And the people are broken. Parents. Parents. I'm calling all the parents. Expose your children to the reality of life. Not just for yourself, but the people are lost. Go. Don't just go to Philippines and enjoy. Go. Go for mission. Kahit dalin mo yung anak mo, magbigyan ng chinelas. Do it. Do it. Sa mga taong nagihirap sa, sa mga kalye, do it. Teach your child how to love like Jesus or else he will love the world and not love God. I was convicted when he was playing in playing. I believe when God pour out his spirit, his love, we encounter him and study his word and have that reverence. He will share his heart. He will share his heart. 
this new year, I pray that we be a loving people because we have experienced God's love. Lastly, as we start the new year, God promised His presence. You see, upon hearing God's mission to Moses, it was a daunting task. Ano bang pag nakita mo ang resume ni Moses, ano nakalagay doon sa tingin nyo? Forty years looking after sheep. Baka yun ang resume niya. Forty years looking after sheep. Meh. That was his resume. But despite of that experience, God enlisted him. He'd given him a task to confront the king, to come confront Pharaoh, the largest and the strongest army of the Asian world. His mission was to confront and tell the king to release the slaves, to release the Israelites. It's very intimidating responsibility, but you know, that's why Moses, it's valid for him to respond. Sabi ni Moses, Who am I? Sino ako? Obviously, natakot siya because the task is really big. But in the later verse, this is how God responded to him. He said, But I am with you. But I am with you. Sino ako? Sabi, but I am with you. See, Moses was afraid to take the responsibility because he's looking at himself. But God is telling him that instead of looking at yourself, look at him. And the promise that he has that he will be with him. You know, many of us are like this, Moses. Some of us are in the same situation. Maybe you have a new responsibility this 2023. Maybe you have a new task. Maybe you have a ministry opportunity. Maybe you have a mission work to do. Maybe the Lord has placed in you a burden to start a church, to support a person in a pastor in the Philippines. Maybe the Lord is placing in your heart to really reach out to the needy. Maybe the Lord is giving you wisdom to start a business so that you can bless more people. Maybe the Lord is telling you to really reach out, to love people, and you ask yourself, and some of you are going to Canada, praise God. Yung mga nandyan, nag-foreigners na rin. I don't know what the Lord is giving you assignment, but I pray you're gonna ask God. And when the Lord plays you, I pray that it will be a big task. A large task. You know why? Because you will not depend on yourself. You're gonna cry out to the Lord and say, help me. Some of us are in that situation. And some of us, we may like be Moses, giving excuse. Sino ako? I cannot speak. I only speak at my ABC little bit lah. But you know what? The promise is this. I will be with you. I pray for 2023 that the Lord will stretch us all. That's my prayer. That the church will be stretched in many ways so that we will come to the Lord and said, Lord, this is your church. This is your family. We are weak, but you are strong. And I believe as we faithfully serve him and seek his will and obey his commandment, 
it is Him will help and deliver us. I don't know what God is planting in the, God planting in your heart for this 2023. And I pray that it will be a divine appointment. And may, may you never be afraid to step out in faith and to trust Him. You see, God promised, did not promise an easy life. But what He promised is His presence. Tan mo sa katabi mo, kamusta ka? Next question. Kabila naman na friend. May assignment ka na ba kay Lord? I told this before. One lady came to me complaining about a lot of things about the church. About here and there. And I know she, she gone through tough times. She's complaining about this, complaining about that, complaining about this. I just pause and ask, what is God asking you to do? She can't answer. She can't answer. My question to all of us, what is God asking you to do that you know you can't do it? Because he wants to really show you who he is. Importantly, that we may realize that he is with us. Before I conclude and call upon the worship team, let me leave this verse. Baon baon ko ito as we face this 2023. And I pray baon baon yun rin. Sabi dito in Isaiah 20:43. But now, thus says the Lord. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and flame will not consume you. When you're going to face this 2023, we will, might walk through the waters. We might go through rivers. Situation be like, maybe like fire. But remember this, brothers and sisters, God is with you. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. God is with you. I want to start this church having that encounter with Him. So I'm going to invite all of us to stand. I don't know what the Lord is dealing with each one of you. But what I do know, He called you by name. That He is, she, that you belong to Him. But what I do know, that He gives you strength, wisdom, ability, resources. Not just for yourself, but for God. Amen. You know, we can begin a new year listing down what we're going to do or our plan. We can begin a new year or just 
planning na pag nag-migrate ako, ito gagawin ko. Ayun, magbinegosyo ako. We have a lot of agenda. Maybe gonna face this brand new year thinking all of the problems that you are facing. You know, the best start for a new year is this. A new start. A new year. It begins when we come to God and said, Lord, I need you. A new year, a new start. Church, rather than dwelling in our problems or situation or what lies ahead, let's begin our journey with God. Amen? Let's to come to the Lord and just worship Him in, in your own way. Is it, Lord, you see the situation that's happening. Lord, we, want, we don't want to rush 2023 of doing so many things. But we desire, Lord, is to encounter you in a fresh and new way. And first area, Lord, that we want is God open our eyes to see how magnificent you are. Restore that reverence, Lord God. Hallelujah. God calls us. May we respond to His invitation. And I know God, some of you, God is knocking in your heart. May you respond to His call. And some are revealing, God is revealing Himself to you. May our eyes be open to see who He truly is. And God, some of you, God is sharing His heart. Naisip mo yung pamilya sa Pilipinas, yung barrio nyo, yung city ninyo, and you want to reach and minister to the kids, to the people there who are lost. God is reigniting that compassion for you. And if you are overwhelmed today for 2023, remember this, God's promise, He will be with you. Hallelujah. Let's just come to the Lord and worship Him in your own way. In the presence of the Holy God. Hallelujah. We worship you in the presence. In the presence of the Holy God. I bow down and I adore. You reveal the secrets of my
sing it again in the presence of our holy God. We worship you, Lord. And I said, I said, 
Lord. But we desire to see your greatness and your holiness this year. May we experience a fresh start. Not just today, but every day of our life as we ponder on your word, as we seek your face, as we depend on you. And we're going to hold on your promise that you will be with us. And we thank you that you will never leave us or forsake us. Oh, we worship you, God. Continually amaze us. Open our hearts and our eyes, our spiritual eyes to see your greatness. That you are a mighty God. Hallelujah. Lord Lord this church will experience Lord a baptism of your love every one of us that we will not stop of praising your name and declaring who you are this generation touch our lips like Isaiah our clean our lips are clean yet Lord you touch our lips so that we may proclaim your excellency in this world. Hallelujah. Lord, we're going to start this new year. We're going to start anew because we begin. Lord, we are excited. Because we will begin this journey with you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Church, let's start this year with God. Amen. And we're going to continue in walking and walking and fighting with God continually all throughout the year with God. And we're going to end 2023 with God. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. I don't know how to end this. I wanted to do altar call, but you know what? Let's lift up His holy name. Our God is greater. And we're going to declare in this place before we're just going to give the benediction. Let's declare in our place who God is. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome is power of God. Our God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
Just turn to the person beside you. We're gonna start the new year with God. We're gonna start, we continue with God. And we will end the new year with God. Praise the Lord. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Lord, we are excited this new year because we know in this journey, You are with us. And even today, we started it, Lord, dwelling in Your presence, starting it with You. And I pray each day will be a fresh new day because we have that fresh encounter with you. Salamat Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just praise God. Thank you for joining us in our online service. Please be seated. Please be seated.